Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dombrowski, and I'm here with my producer, Victoria Bruno. I have so much to unpack today. I am bursting at the seams. I haven't told anyone in person what happened today, and I just need to dive in because a lot was thrown at me today, and I wasn't God's favorite today. I just wasn't. (laughs) What are you about to say? Well, I know how I told people I was taking the year off from dating. I still am. I still stand by the statement, but a few days ago, my friend goes to a dermatology appointment and she sees some guy who works in this dermatology office and she's like, you need to be with him. He is so attractive. He's ripped. He's so nice. Like he's working at this office, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, um, we'll like snipe a picture. She gives him my Instagram. So he gets my Instagram. He follows me. He reaches out. We exchange numbers. We're texting for a few days. Then it comes to the point where we're texting for a few days with a rando. If you don't tell me you want to go on a date and organize something, I'm not going to keep texting you because I've got shit to do. Like I can't be having a full on texting conversation. I have a job. I have a podcast. I have other things I'm working with. Like you're not my main priority. You're not looking for a pen pal. No, I'm I'm not looking for a pen pal. Like I don't want to write a novel to you every day. Like if you want to get to know me, ask me out. I'm not trying to send you every single detail about my life over text. It's so fucking weird. So today I'm on my Instagram and I see he tags me in something. And this is after I didn't answer his last text like a day ago. Tags me in something and he goes, Katie, either we got drinks or this is me at City Fitness tomorrow night. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I click the video. The video is a meme that says she's ignoring you because she's texting the guy she actually wants. Never in my life has anyone ever pulled a move like that. I think it is the weirdest thing. It was such a turnoff to me. I don't even know where to go from here because I feel so uncomfortable that someone would even do that. Like that's embarrassing. Like you, if you require more attention than I do, you're not for me. You're not because I can't text you 24 seven. Sorry, I can't. Technically, he just asked you out through Instagram and it's like, why didn't you just text me to get drinks with me? Like, I just don't understand. I guess that explains why he's single, why he's an attractive guy. Yeah, Don't be a freak with girls. This is what is frustrating. And I'm sure he's going to listen to this because he was like, what episode of your podcast should I listen to? I was like, "Mm, don't listen to them. Meet me first, whatever. And going forward, I think if I actually have something good with someone, I, I need to refrain from talking about it on the podcast, but clearly that's not the case here. But if you don't know someone and you're pulling a bold move like that, like, I don't know this person well enough. So to me, it was like, this is such a red flag. Like, just text me, just double text me, be like, hey, would you want to get drinks? This is the process that people need to learn when dating. If it is a random person, you text for a little bit and then you're like, okay, let's hang out. Let's do this. I want to get to know you. That's how it works. Don't text me every day, all day. I don't want to know about your dogs, your dog's names, like the breed. I don't need to know all of that via text. Just ask me out. And if you don't within like three days, I'm not going to keep texting you because clearly you don't see that. And like, I'm not trying to waste time. Time is of the essence and time is money. So move it or lose it. And sometimes I feel like if you get to know a guy over text message, then it's even weirder when you finally meet them in person. Because, like, you know, like all these things. Exactly. And you talked about it through messaging and not even face to face. So then I'm awkward and I don't know how to make conversations. I feel that way with like friends that I talk to a lot over text and I talk to them in person, especially during COVID. The next time I see my friends, I'm so awkward because I'm like, we've just been texting all the time. Yeah. And I think sometimes with guys, I'll be texting them and I'm searching for topics because sometimes when you're dating, it's so surface level. It's so surface level in the beginning because 
you've like seen pictures of each other, you know, stories of each other, but you've never actually one-on-one gone into the deeper Mm -hmm. layers of both of you as a person. So you're sticking on these surface level topics and you keep going back to it. And it just is like, well, what, what do I talk about anymore at this point? Like I already told you my favorite color. I already told you what kind of dog I have. Like I already told you what I like to do for fun. Like ask me about my trauma. Come on, let's dive into it. And also, since you've only talked on text message, you don't know their vibes. You don't know the way they're coming across. Totally. And I, I say things very sarcastically. Yeah, you do. And I think my texting is very dry. It's like super dry. I really don't use that many exclamation points. A lot of times people think I'm mad at them because of the way I text. Like that's just how I text. I'm like in and out. I'm a multitasker. I text back super quick and I don't think about it. But in person, I'm high energy. I'm like, oh my God, let me hug you and be affectionate. And that doesn't shine through texting. But anyway, moral of the story, sometimes people, one person thinks something's going well and the other person doesn't. Early on, I felt like things weren't going well with this person because they were overly complimenting me. And we don't really know someone at first, like, why are you overly complimenting me? To me, it was kind of a turn off, like weird. But then obviously he thought it was going well because I was responding. So I wanted to talk about this. When people go on dates, a lot of time they go on dates and they meet someone and they go on a date, the guy thinks the date goes well, the girl doesn't. And then it becomes this issue of you trying to avoid this person because you don't want to hang out with them because in your mind, it didn't go well, but they thought it went fantastic. What are your tips for telling that person that, you know what, I don't really like you and I don't want to hang out with you? Because no one straight up wants to hurt someone's feelings and say, hey, you're not it for me. Let's stop talking. That's why people ghost people because it's the easy way out. You don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I mean, you know, I've been out of the game for a while. So if anyone ever flirts with me, I'm like, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, if you're single, you can say I'm talking to someone or. No, but you've already gone on the date. You've already gone on the date and you're still texting and they want to hang out with you again and you don't want to. Like what, what would you personally do if you were single in that moment? I would probably panic. Yeah, because you just don't want to tell someone. Like, it's awkward. You you don't yeah. want to hurt anyone's feelings. I guess you just have to tell them you're not interested, which, like, is no one wants to do that. No one's going to say that. No one is going to be like, oh, I'm not interested in you because then the boys going to be like, well, I didn't even think you were hot anyway. Yeah, like, they get bitter about it. But it's funny. So Katie put the post on the Moral Hangover to get our listeners feedback on this. Imagine that the guy responded. Just imagine. Okay, but for real, how are you going to handle it? What are, well, you haven't even gone on a date. So what are you going to do if it's after a date? How would you handle it? Well, first off, in my current situation, I think this is what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to respond to his his Instagram and I'm going to say bold move because it is bold. Like obviously you're trying to catch my attention. You caught it and you didn't get the right attention. And then I'm going to unfollow him and block his number. (laughs) Sorry. Block. I love a good block. Okay, sometimes I get a little dramatic with the block, and this is the thing. Blocking for me saves my energy. If I don't want to have to deal with something, it's saving my energy to block you because for me, it's going to give me more anxiety if I'm just waiting for you to text me or I'm waiting for you to do something that I know you're not going to do. And if it's going to cause me disappointment, then like I'd rather just block you at that point. Mm-hmm. Or for example, like I was thinking about this today actually, um, which is kind of off topic, but like we also pulled people of would you rather go on a date with a rando or a mutual friend? And people were saying with a mutual friend, you have the seal of approval because you know they have good character based on your friends. But if you go on a rando, you kind of have a clean slate. 
So I have gone on a couple of days with like mutual friends. And what I've noticed with myself is I take everyone else's opinions and then I can't form one. So then I'm going into something, knowing all of these things about this person and I can't get it out of my head. And then I just blurt it out or I will self-sabotage myself because I'm like, okay, I'll just block them because I know this might happen. and I'm expecting something bad to happen. And I'm just trying to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's a, a sabotage problem and a personal problem because. <laughs> because oh, okay. <laughs> I just, I. Yeah, but if you're hearing opinions from everyone, then it's, you can't form your own because you try to form your own and then you feel like yours is wrong because these people know this person at a different level than you do. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, it needs, hopefully, the mutual connection is someone that everyone likes. So no one's going to really tell you their opinion if they like them because then you won't hear negative things. So I think it only becomes a problem when you seek further information. If you start asking about their past, like you truly have to go into it saying, he's the person he is today. And you don't care what the past was. Yeah. And just take the relationship for who he is today and go forward. And I think sometimes people can self sabotage because you're like, oh, God, everyone knows his history. And it's like, who cares about his history? It's probably made him a better guy today. And you have to just take it for what it is. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah. Because I do agree. If someone if someone was like a mutual friend and heard stories about me from like a few years ago and they didn't know me now, I definitely think I'm not changed, but I'm definitely more softened than like how I was in college. Exactly. And everyone's like crazier in college than they are after college. But speaking of what you also pulled, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I was just pulling a lot today. I had a lot on my mind. I was like fuming. Yeah, you asked if a day doesn't work out if you unfollow or block and you said unfollow block or neither and 75% said neither (laughs) okay okay can I just say something can I just say something yes please share this is more uncomfortable for me if we go on a date and it doesn't work out maybe I think it went well but the other person doesn't think it went well so they stopped talking to me why are you still looking at my stories? Like, I don't want to see you still looking at my stories. Like, why do you care if you don't, if you didn't want to pursue me and you didn't want to talk to me, why are you still looking at my stories? Like you, Mm. and I love people, people are always like, oh, it's just stories. Like, don't worry about it. No, because I will look at people's stories to investigate, to see what they're doing. Or I'll purposely avoid people's stories if I don't want them knowing I looked at it. So I don't even want your name up in people who've looked at my story. Oh, so that's why I will unfollow you or block you, whatever. Because at that point, why do you want to see anything I'm doing if you're not genuinely interested in me as a person? Then don't follow me. Okay, I agree. I don't agree with the blocking, but I do agree with the unfollow. Blocking is extreme cases. Blocking is, this is what I'm saying. If the date went really poorly, like for example, this person tagging me in this video basically saying like, she's texting another boy. That's, that's grounds for me for blocking because I'm like, you're crazy. That's a level where I would block. A normal date, if it just, we just didn't feel it. I'm not going to block you. I may not even follow you, but like a very blocking is rare. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Say your point. Okay. No. Cause I was going to say, I understand unfollowing because I think sometimes it's a pressure to follow people just, Oh, you're nice. Like I know someone I'm going to follow them sign of respect. So when you unfollow, it means, I mean, I take it as like F you, like I no longer want to see or hear your face again. But I guess if it's someone you're just dating, like you don't owe them anything to keep following them. You're not going to be friends. Yeah, like we're not gonna be friends. I don't want to see who you're currently dating. Like, yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't care to know who you're hanging out with and like what you're doing. Good point. So that's why I'm like, I'd rather just unfollow you. Unless I'm like actually friends with that person and like civil with that person. Not that I would not be civil with someone I was talking to, but I'm saying like if it if it ended on good terms and it was like a mutual friend, then I'm obviously gonna not unfollow you. But if I felt like one, I don't want to see your things, or two, 
it didn't end well, then why am I going to follow you? And it's not me being dramatic. And I think that's what people we need to separate is because I think when people say that I block or I unfollow, it's like you're being immature. No, for me, I can understand, I can understand when something's immature. If you are excessively blocking, which I have done that before, and I can admit that was immature, but if it's saving your mental headspace from blocking or unfollowing someone, then I 100% encourage it. But I don't think you should be just blocking someone to block them for fun and causing them pain to be like, haha, I blocked you. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if it is something that you feel like you're constantly checking on them or you're seeing like what their follower number is or like who they're following, yeah, then you should unfollow them because it's not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where like I want to separate the two for people. Yeah, no, you're completely right. So the reason we're talking about dating is because we have a male on today, Alec Chambers. A lot of you know him from TikTok. He does these viral covers of different songs like WAP. He actually has new music coming out of his own. So we're super excited for it. So definitely check that out. And if you don't follow him already, definitely check him out on Instagram at I am Alec Chambers. But a lot of the portion we talked about his singing, his career, we also dived into dating. You may see someone's life on TikTok and think it's great, but everyone has their dating and relationship struggles and we dive into it on this episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our interview with Alec Chambers. Everyone, we're so excited because we have the viral TikTok star who a lot of you know, personally, I know him from the WAP video, the WAP rendition, which is one of my favorites, Alec Chambers. What's up? What's going on? I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. And before we even started recording, we were talking about how we actually have a mutual connect. Shout out Christian Cologne. Colin, hey. I don't know how to say his last name, but like, shout out to you. He like is my cousin, but he's not. But him and my mom have been friends since like they were my age. So I call him my cousin. Like I call his mom my aunt. So like basically cousins, but you know. Katie, will that be, Katie, will that be our kids one day? Like that we'll still call each other cousins? I think so. <laughs> Isn't that like a thing? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like if you're parents, close like enough. I, yeah. Like I have a few people that like I call my aunt, but like are in no way my aunt, but I just call them auntie, you know? See, I didn't have any of those growing up, but I've always wanted a fake aunt to call like aunt. I love how you say aunt. That's so East Coast of you. Uh, I know. I don't say aunt just makes me skeeve a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's the Philly in me. It's a total Philly in me. I say aunt. I have always said aunt. I think like it depends on the aunt, like on their personality. That's so weird. But... So you can mix it up depending on yeah, if you like them or yeah, not. Dude, exactly. Yeah. So if you don't like them, you're like, okay, I'm just gonna like, aunt. Oh, that's you're aunt. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Let me separate the two. Exactly. exactly. So for the people who don't know you or follow you, tell us how old you are and where you are. You don't have to give us your exact location. We don't need you to drop your location. Cool. So my name is Alec. I'm 25 years old, which feels so weird to say. And I live in Connecticut. I've been here my entire life. And I have been making music since I was like 15 or 16. I've been doing it as like a serious, like a full-time thing since I was like 18 or 19. Um, and within like the last few years or so, it has gotten into like a full-time thing. And I just live and breathe music something about and like this is going to sound like super super cheesy but just no bring the cheese about, we love the cheese okay okay cool just something about being able to like express yourself in song or like with words or i don't know like with notes it's just like very attractive to me um so i it's it's just kind of like all that i've ever known and yeah i live with both my parents still and because i'm trying to save a lot of money before like i do move out 
We're with you. We both both live at home. So Vic actually just moved home. She had her own apartment in Philly. I've been at home since I graduated. I'm 24. Actually, we're both 24. I was born on May 5th, so I'm like a tourist. Cinco de Mayo, baby! Yeah, it is. And, and like I have never like celebrated Cinco de Mayo on my birthday, but I feel like I should one of these days because... I'll take you out. You will? Okay. Yeah, Sounds I good. mean, <laughs> I occasionally dabble in the Connecticut area. I have okay, yeah, been. because I'm not coming to Philly. <laughs> okay, why? Are you shitting on Philly? No, no, I'm just kidding. It's far. No, it's, it's okay. Like three, it's okay. Yeah. We're aggressive. Philly people are just known for being aggressive, <laughs> um, which I get reminded all the time whenever I leave Philly or like whenever I go somewhere, people are always like, where are you from? Like, what's your accent? And I'm like, just give me a break, please. I think it's just like an East Coast thing. I know, honestly, just thing. and maybe I don't like recognize it because I'm like I don't have that like kind of personality like I'm not I don't have like road rage or, or like anything like that but yeah I don't, I don't think people... I do okay <laughs> I feel like you're getting the vibe that I do but I don't uh a little bit not <laughs> okay fill us back in on how did you get your start in music because okay. you were talking about doing music full-time living at home saving so when did you get your start in music yeah, so I got, so it actually stemmed from my dad. My dad, like when he was my age, he was in like a band and he was sort of doing like a lot of tours around like the United States and everything. And he was like a musician, like that was his thing. Yeah, and then he just sort of like passed it down to me. And since I was in like my early teens, I just sort of like fell in love with it. But he was like a big part of it, just, just because like I feel like it's in my family. So it almost feels like a responsibility and not in like a negative way, but it, it just kind of feels like a responsibility to make this happen because just yeah. of like the history, like with my dad and just like the love that I have for it now. I get that. Both my parents are lawyers and sometimes I feel this like obligation to follow it. And then I'm just like, ah, nah, but I love that you're following it and keeping it in the family. I think it's a great tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's amazing that like your parents are lawyers because like entire process is really not easy. Like pastor bar, like that is like yeah. a very hard process. Cause I, I have like a few friends who like are in law school right now and then they like don't have any time to even talk to me. <laughs> yeah. You can introduce me to them actually. I'm single. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like you guys would definitely vibe. Really? Yeah. Well, because you don't seem like the lawyer type. Oh no, 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 no. But I feel like you would vibe with a lawyer, but you're not the lawyer type. Yeah. The, the key to vibing with a lawyer is you have to really bring their personality out because they're very used to being serious 24 seven. Yeah. So you just yeah. got to like show them how to make light of things because they yeah. take everything so seriously 24 seven. How did your parents feel when like you just yelled at them? Were they okay? Or? Oh, they're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Um, so I'm a middle child and oh, cool. I'm known for getting shit done in my family. Like I had to be a little aggressive, but like I have to get shit done because if I don't, it won't happen. What do you also, mean? Katie's leaving out a part that she's one of three girls. So when you're in an all-girl household, screaming is like our form. It's normal. Like we'll have a full-on brawl, but then it's like, okay, we love you. Bye. Okay. I can relate to that. I have an older brother and I have, I have an older sister. And when I was younger, she, she would like Scream beat us you? up. Yeah. She would definitely beat us up. And I'm like the youngest. So I feel like I always got like the brunt of everything. Oh my God. The youngest have it so easy. I'm not even, I'm not even sympathizing with you. My youngest sister, my youngest sister can do anything. And it's never like, oh my God, like 
It's like, if I, if I switch someone's laundry, <laughs> I get bitched at, but my younger sister can stay out past her curfew. We'll come home at like 3am and it's like, Oh, hi Annie. How are you? And I'm like, what the, f-? like literally what? <laughs> well, like, I think it's just because we'll just always be the baby. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's always just kind of like that. Oh, it's okay. He's like the younger one. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am in my house too. Now, now, like you say that, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that like I probably got away with that. Like yeah. if I wasn't the youngest child, I don't know if, if like it would have blew. Yeah, I get that. Vic's the youngest. Yeah. And I have an older brother, so I don't know. I feel like I get away with anything. He's like, just whatever Vicky wants to do. Like I make the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel that totally. Um, so you're saying that you want me to set you up with like my lawyer friends. Is that true? I mean, possibly. So like, I'm in a weird phase of my life right now. So I'm, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you're learning a lot today. I have decided to take the year off from dating in all seriousness. Like I'm actually taking the year off from dating just because we work nine to fives and then we do this on the side and we're trying to grow this. So are you taking the year off because you went through like a bad relationship or like just because? Um, you know, there's a lot of, this is a great question, Alec. I love when we turn the tables. Um, I, <laughs> we'll just dive in. We'll just dive in. So I was seeing someone in college for like my sophomore to senior year. And this person still very much so likes me and wants to be with me. And I just don't feel the same way. And then I started dabbling in dating and I was like dating for, I feel like two years since like post-grad. And I was just like dating people who I like knew of were like friends of friends and had like flings of people. And I just like didn't find anyone I feel like I clicked with. And then I felt like I kind of found someone I clicked with and then it kind of just fizzled out. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's not really like worth the time and energy right now. That's how I feel. No. And I'm at that point too, where I think if I like, I'm going to be with another person, they have to add into my life. Yeah. Especially like at this phase of our life, like being like my mid twenties and trying to get like my music career going. Like if you're not going to add to my life, um, then like, I just can't be with you right now. Not to like sound like a selfish person, but I think like at this point in our lives, like it's, so important to just be able like to surround yourself with I don't know, like people who like are not who like are losers. not like, bring you down. losers yeah yeah um, let's just say it put it yeah, lightly <laughs> just, just just idiots no yeah no but okay that's my issues because I feel like and I'm sure you can relate too is because when you feel like you're doing so many things and you're like have all these passion projects and when someone one doesn't have a passion or two they don't understand like how much something means to you mm-hmm. and they don't have like drive to get to whatever their goal is yeah. it's like okay well you're never gonna have drive and you're never gonna be as ambitious as me and then I just feel like I'm constantly one-upping you not on purpose but that's just like <laughs> the nature of it I feel that you seem like a very um competitive person is that true I feel like you're really seeing some bad qualities me no today. no no like <laughs> no this is like positive like I feel like no, I'm saying like, I feel like you're like a go-getter like, and you know what you want. And that's like a very positive trait. Yeah, no, have, like, okay. Especially like in a relationship too, because on that front, it's like, like, I don't want to be slowed down. Yeah, uh, no, I, I almost take it too far um, with the competitiveness because I'll try to say to someone, I'm like, are we trying to date or what? No, I'm but like, that's I, good because you want that honesty. Yeah, because I'm like, just let me know. Because if not, then you can do you and I'm going to do me and don't waste my time. But it sometimes comes off very aggressive. So I'm trying to reel that in. No. <laughs> I'm trying to reel that in. I don't in. find you aggressive at all. I really like that you're being honest and that like you're honest. You know, because like at this point in our lives, it's like, I don't have time like to play games anymore. Mm-hmm. Are we going to date or not? 
That's what I want to know. Are you trying to get married and get divorced or not? If not, then I need to move on. Yeah. (laughs) Because somebody's waiting for me to do that with. And if you're not, let me know. Yeah. I'm with you on that. No, but these are all like very good traits. So, so thank you. Yeah. Totally. Thank you. I feel like I'm in therapy. Thank you for that. And now I want to know about your relationship. So fill us in because I did a little research, a little digging, and I saw that your single that you have out yes. is about um, your previous relationship and how the person wasn't feeling the same way about you. So tell us yeah. about that. Something to cry about. So I wrote that song last summer. I wrote it with my really good friend Stavros, who is like an amazing producer. And I've done- And he's worked with Dua Lipa, right? Yeah, yeah. So he had the last Olivia Holt song. He like works with everybody. He's based in New York. So I wrote this song last summer. I like was dating this girl at the time who I had known from since when I was in high school. We used to date in high school. We stopped dating when I went to college. And then after college, we got back together. So it's like a 10-year history like with this girl. So I was with her at the time while I was writing it. But like in the past, I remember us having like these problems of like, I was definitely more like invested in the relationship than I think she was. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like the worst feeling ever to like think something like is going good, but it's really not. But I wrote the song about just wanting to be able to feel something from another person. And like in that kind of situation, I just wanted to feel anything because there was like no emotion. There was like nothing. And she didn't feel the same way about me that I felt about her. Um, so I released that song though, like, wow, we were sort of like going through the breakup. So like, I guess it's sort of like relevant to what we were going through at that time. Yeah. I feel like that can relate to a lot of our listeners because I mean, I personally have a few friends and maybe if anyone's listening to this, people our age like love to go back to their exes and like you think the second chance that it's going to change it's going to work because like you're more mature now things like that and then it just doesn't never never does it work and I had to learn that the hard way because that's like the only way you can learn I know I know but there's something about it where it's like maybe now that we're older everything's going to be different but they don't change it's like try to rationalize it in your head and you think yeah. of the good memories. You don't think of the bad things when you're thinking of getting back together. Then you're thinking of all the happy times you had together and all the feelings you had together. And then you get back together and that's just not it. And then everything that you hated about that person comes back up to light. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. Because even when we started dating again, after we broke up, I started getting like deja vu about certain things that had happened. And I think that all, all the exes should stay exes because they're exes for a reason and they shouldn't come back into your life. And you should just move yeah. on. That can be your next song. Your next yeah. Song. I'm like talking to myself right now because you just only got to like move forward. I think that's important. Yeah, you can do but, it. I'm here for you. Well, oh, yeah. Your support well, system. So like I met someone else now too that like I've been seeing for like almost a year now. So like, Are I'm you official? Happy. Yeah. So I'm oh my like happy relationship now. Yeah. Like a mature relationship, which is what I like have been looking for for so long, you know? I'm curious for people who are like 25 and in this age range of like, what's the expectation when you're dating? Like, what's the progression? Like, what would you say in your experience was like the progression of your dating and like, what's the proper way to have a healthy relationship? Oh my God. That was such an amazing question. That was like so beautifully worded. I I come with the beautiful words. (laughs) Well, I think me having to go through all the ones that like just really have not worked out 
in this relationship, I like I know how to set boundaries for myself. I know when to have like an honest conversation, even though sometimes those are like the harder conversations. I think I just learned to set boundaries for myself because in the past I really didn't set any boundaries and and things just kind of like got out of control. Can you give us an example that make of sense? some boundaries? Yeah, it makes sense. But just to paint a picture, what kind of boundaries did you paint for yourself? I mean, just like being honest, like, and not being afraid to be able, you know, like if there's something that like is bothering me, like I'm going to tell you, or like if there's something uh, that I feel like you have to know, I'm going to tell you, or just having to be honest. Because I think in like my last relationships, just having to be like emotional and is usually like a turnoff to mm-hmm. a lot of people. And when I say emotional, like, you know, having the stereotype, oh, like the guy should be strong all the time and and all that sort of like BS, which I think now like in this relationship is like, I don't even, I like don't even think about that stuff. Like I'm just my entire real self. And this is like the first time that I feel like I've really been able to, like I've really been able to do that. So like just being, real like and just being honest with yourself and and not having to feel like you have to hide anything but everything's good yeah I love that for you (laughs) thank you thanks and like you too I like have been really not wanting to get into one for like a long time just oh no I want to get into one like I would get into one tomorrow but uh, I just, oh my, but you're you not just dating. Taking, you said you're taking a year off. You said yeah, you're taking well, a year well, off. I am taking the year off, but like, like I think I, I girls do this thing where like, you like visualize this person in your life and like you, it's called like the halo effect. We learned this from Ask Nelly, who you probably saw on TikTok. She's come on our podcast. And okay. she was talking about the halo effect is like, you think this person's so much better than they actually are. And you start to paint this picture of them in your oh, head yeah. and like all this stuff. I think I have a habit of doing that because I'm like a hopeless romantic and I want to see the good in everyone. And, you know, sometimes it just, I just- Those people usually end up getting hurt because that's me too. I'm that kind of person too. But I kind of look like fuckboys too. So it's like a whole issue. But anyway, we're not talking about you. We're talking about you. But I think it's healthy for a guy to be able to show his emotions and to just be like a real, like a real person. Because if you're not, it's like, and there's always like this, role thing that like just makes things so weird when it's like you being your like authentic self that's what I want and I don't Mm. want anything else I am like a firm believer in like there's strength and vulnerability like I actually find guys who like can't show emotions I'm like you're really weak like that like you're insecure about something like weird too yeah yeah those are the ones that punch walls those are the ones who punch the walls (laughs) yeah and I'm like what is so deep and dark in their soul and they are covering it up by punching that freaking wall it's because of the toxic masculinity that people like see for generations and they think it's normal and then now I feel like we're finally in this generation of like millennials gen z where we're open to people like having emotions and like being whoever they want to be you're so right about that you're so right like I just think that like we're all just people like why does one have to be oh because you're the guy you need to be strong and like you can't do this and because like that's just such like an old school like just yeah. like, a stupid way of having to think of things when but like you'll still take the trash out like that's still totally gonna... totally will do that yeah well like okay so so like that brings me into my next point where it's it's like a balance obviously like you don't want to be sad all day who wants to be sad all day but it's it's all I'm saying is that just having like the kind of open relationship where you are able to be honest about yourself, honest about things in your life, like that's what's important. Yeah. So yeah. 
Wow, we, we just covered a lot of ground, yeah. We covered a lot of ground. I want to jump to this. How does your current girlfriend and, and or your ex-girlfriend, whoever, how do they feel about you having such a huge Instagram following? Because I'm sure there's girls who slide in your DMs like myself. Yeah, well, so that is one of the big things that if I'm ever going to get into like a relationship, like you, you have to understand these things and you have to be okay with these things or else it's just not going to work. And like you have to be okay so- that you're an influencer. Yeah, like you have to be okay with all this stuff because I have, I have dated a lot of people who were nine who, who like used to give me a hard time about everything, and I just can't be with like with those kind of people anymore. So yeah. if you like are gonna date me and you're gonna come like into my world, then you have to be okay with everything. Yeah, and that's just how I roll right now. And I also think because music is like your livelihood, that this is what you want to go into. Like you have to have a TikTok to be, you know, to be relevant, to be exactly. on people's top of mind. Like exactly. it's part of the job now for, for people who want to be in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And then I also think to myself too, it's like, I feel like I really haven't, like I haven't even like really blown up yet into a point where like, a, you know, like I've only released a few songs and I do like the cover thing right now. So like, I really haven't gotten like to break out. And it's like, if you're, I don't know, like if you're having a hard time with all the things that are happening now, it's only going to get worse. Like it's yeah. only going to get bigger. It's only going to get worse. So it, so if you can't handle it now, and like not, not to sound like a dick, but like it's just real life. If you can't do this right now, then it's not going to work in the future. And those are boundaries that I have set and I've learned to be able to set when I get into like a relationship. But like as a girl, if I were to date you and I had less followers than you at the same time, I'd be like, oh, this is kind of like a nice perk. Like I'll just take half his followers. <laughs> so like like it doesn't work. So like it doesn't work that way because I don't. <laughs> so that's not how it works. Um, one, I don't have like I don't have like a lot of pull yet. Where it's like if I did put like a person on my story, they would get a ton of followers. Like it, it's yeah. it's not like that much clout yet. But I've been like really. I don't like to post my relationships on my Instagram just because I feel like that's like a personal thing, and and I don't. I just feel like my Instagram is for, you know, like me as an artist and like me, like my everyday life, not, not like my romantic relationships right now, yeah. at least that's at yeah. the point that I'm at, like in my career, maybe when things get like a little bit bigger, then I'll be more open to that. But I feel like right now there's like, not really like a purpose to be like, here's my girlfriend, not to sound like an asshole, but no, you don't at all. You don't at yeah. all. I understand it. Like, I would not show away on my Instagram unless we were officially dating. Yeah, but, like, a lot of people have had problems with that. Like, oh, like, you're not going to post me on your Instagram? No, I'm not. I'm not right now. I'm sorry. Wait, like, you mean, like, like as a picture? Like, if it's, like, Valentine's Day, as a picture on the feed? No, he's trying to – his brand is his music, not, like, a general style. I may be slightly <laughs> – if I, I, I could see where they're coming from. Yeah. Just because I, I know you probably do get influx of – a high influx of messages so like it would be nice to be like oh like this is my girl like back the fuck off but um I get it I get it no I feel like you're angry at me I feel like you're mad at me Katie no 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 I'm not mad at you I'm okay. I don't have any boys on my Instagram feed so <laughs> I get it okay let's dive into music since we literally just harassed you about your personal life so thank you for that thanks for no, being open and thanks yeah, for sharing great um okay I love a good icebreaker, and this is one we thought of for you. What would be the theme song of your life before we dive into everything about you with music? This is a hard one, I think. My life. It's going to sound weird. No, it's not. Probably Bohemian Rhapsody. By Damn, I hate that song. What, what are you talking about? I Why? literally hate that song. <laughs> my that's mom so weird tries to, to play that. that all the time, and I'm like, turn it off. Oh, my God. That's so, that's so 
I'm so angry at you that you just said Wait, that. Wait, okay, but I love that that's your theme. Okay, so what? I'm going to tell why? you why. Yeah. Okay, tell me. Because tell me. that song is like chaotic-ish in a way. Okay. It's like a beautiful chaos. And that's how I feel what my life is right now, kind of. Okay, um, I like that. Which is, uh, yeah, like that song has like a bunch of like different parts. And that's how I feel like my life is right now. Like I have my hands like in a lot of things. I'm like about to get into a lot of things and, you know, just having like to grind every day and having like to maintain like my personal relationships. Just, I feel like I'm doing a lot and yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now I got to think of mine just cause I really want to answer this as well, <laughs> but I can guess what yours oh, is. No, no guess mine. Guess mine. Please, guess? Actually. Yeah. What do you um, think mine would be? <laughs> I'm not insulted by anything. Please. I don't really even it. know you yet. But like if, if I had to say one song, um, thank you next really yes. okay wait i gotta say this i was thinking in my head i was like he better say ariana grande because if he doesn't he doesn't know me is that accurate i'd say the word the the song that encompasses my life right now is such a bad song no it's um you know because we're working from home right now so i love listening to that song like we can work from home what is it oh, by God. fifth harmony oh yeah and i'm like that's literally my life right work, now or yeah yeah okay <laughs> i think that's my but, yeah. song too right now I love working from home. I mean, that's what I do every day. Like, I just wake up. So I have like a routine every day, right? Like, yeah, this tell is just us like your my routine. This is just my routine. Um, so I wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, I, I wake up around like nine thirty ish because you know, and then I get like a coffee and I go downstairs in my basement, which is where all like my studio stuff is, and I get like an idea of what I'm gonna do. Um, and I just spend the whole day doing it and that's my life pretty much. How do you come up with like all your TikTok content? It's interesting because when I made WAP, like when I made like the lyrical WAP, I wasn't like, I didn't like even think that I was going to do that song at all. Cause I was like, this is not really like my style. Um, but then I sat down and I was like, let me just see if I could make something. So like I started playing, I was like, I was like okay this would be cool and then as far as like the process I usually just look on like the Spotify top hits or I see like what like is big on the app right now I have like a few other friends who also sing on the app so sometimes I go see like what are they doing and then I'll try to make my own version of something but usually every day is pretty much different Mm -hmm. which is exciting because every day like I just get to wake up and make something new so, yeah. How did you feel when you saw that Charlie D'Amelio reenact, oh, like, shit, did yeah. her WAP dance to your song? Like, she was not doing that dance when it was, like, a big trend, and then came out with it to your song. Did you, like, did your jaw drop? Like, what was the reaction when you saw this video? Something in me knew that she was going to do it. I, really? I knew. I, yeah. Only because I knew that. It's appropriate for Charlie D'Amelio to dance to. It's, well, 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 no. Only because I'm saying that she wasn't going to do the actual version, be just for obvious reasons. And then I think a lot of people saw mine. And like on TikTok, there were like a lot of verified people like were doing the dance. And it was sort of like a cleaner, it was like a cleaner version of it, basically. And I know that she does like a lot of ballet, like a lot of like lyrical stuff like on her TikTok already. So I was like, I feel like she like is going to do it. And plus, like a lot of people were commenting on hers, like, oh, you should do like this lyrical version. And then when she did it, like my little cousin texted me, um, who's like 17. And she was like, oh my God, go on TikTok. Look who just used your sound. And I was like, oh my God. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. 
That was pretty cool. You know, what was pretty cool is when I was looking at your stuff, I saw that sweetie from Tap In and who dates oh, Guido yeah. was with, did a segment with Glamour Magazine and looked at your rendition of yeah. a song you did of hers. That was another one where I was, it was like nine o'clock at night and I, I like didn't know what to make. And like, I heard Tap In and I was like, let me see if I can do something with this. And I did. And, and then she ended up seeing it. See, that's what's the thing about like music and about this whole like the whole TikTok thing is like you just don't know what like is going to pop you could have like the best idea right you think it's so great and then you make it and then you upload it and it flops but yeah. you can have this thing where it's like I don't know like if I like this I don't know like if I want if like I want to do it and then you upload it and like your life changes like it's 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 just such um you just don't ever know that's so true because I'll post videos where I think it will look really hot. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go viral. And then I literally, <laughs> so I made this video the other day about, do you remember, do you not like Halo trend right now where it's like everywhere I'm looking now, I'm surrounded by your embrace and it's the people running away. And it's like a something at the top of the screen being like, when you open your camera roll and his whole family's in it, like that type of stuff. Have you seen those? I. It's like the slow motion know- video of someone running away, like to something dramatic. Okay. So I did one of these to when he Snapchats you asking if you clogged his toilet and that like blew up <laughs> like wildfire. Really? And it's like, what are the odds? I mean, like not the many news, but okay. I want to dive into more about you. So you okay. dropped your first album in 2015. Oh my God. Yeah. My, first, ah. my very first EP. Yeah. And you played every single instrument on this album. And I, I played don't every think- single instrument on that album. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. And yeah. what instruments do you play? So my first instrument that I ever played was, I started on the drums. That was like my very first instrument because I have an older brother and he's like a really good drummer. Um, so that was like my first instrument because like I saw him play and I was like, I want to play the drums too. So that is my first instrument. And then I was in a band for a while where I was playing bass. I don't really play bass anymore. Um, and then my main instrument is piano and the guitar. That's incredible. I took piano lessons for a hot second. Then I was like, this individual finger thing is not. I never liked lessons. I just have never been like a lesson kind of guy. I don't know why. So have you just taught yourself through just. Yeah. So like I started taking error? voice. Yeah. So like, so like I started taking voice lessons last year. And that was like the first time that I had ever like really done lessons and like with, and I would learn how to like put the piano off of YouTube. Like I would just go onto YouTube and then I would learn. So like I would type in a song like I wanted to learn and I would go to like somebody playing it and I would just watch their hands. And like, that's how I learned. It took like a really long time, um, but that's how like I got into playing the piano. So do you know like the letters of the piano or no, you just know like the position of the keys? So like, I know all like the notes on piano, but I can't read music. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. But it's something you can easily pick up. Like I, this is so embarrassing. I was a music major in high school. Like you could take like a separate course to like learn music because I sing. I tried out, yeah, I tried out for X Factor in 2015 in New York and Did I made it? it. No, no, no. So I got cut before. I met the judges. So I met like the producers. I did like a video for them. And then before they actually bring you on in front of the judges, they like, they're like, oh, we'll call you back in like three months after we process everyone. I hate it. 
I hate Did American Idol. Did you ever Idol. do any I've of those American auditions? Idol, I have done American Idol three times. And then really? I got to the judges every time. And it, and it was like the worst experience of my life, honestly. If I'm being 100% honest, just because those shows, they were really fun to watch back in the day. Like I loved American Idol back in like 02 and like 03 when it was like a real show, like mm-hmm. about singing. And I think now it's just kind of like, it's just not like a genuine way like to be a real artist. I think that it's lost like a lot of credibility um, just for like real artists. I mean, like, you think about it, it's like, who is like the last person that won American Idol that you like, somebody who's like relevant? Yeah. yeah from like, like Gabby Bear, ago. maybe. Yeah. And Kelly Clarkson. Like, and Carrie I didn't Hill. even know Gabby Bear was from American Idol until I looked her up because like I knew the song, I heard the song. And then I was like looking on Wikipedia and I was like, when the fuck was she on American Idol? Like that, yeah. like that's not, that wasn't like public knowledge to me. Yeah. Whereas like Kelly Clarkson, everyone's like, okay, first American Idol, like Carrie Underwood, American Idol, but I don't know who else. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it all depends on like the kind of artist that you are too. But like when I did it, so I did it once when I was 18 and it was when Jennifer Lopez and Harry Connick Jr. and Keith Urban were doing it. So like I got to meet them and I sang the A-Team by Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. and like they stopped me even before like I got to the chorus and they were like this is just not gonna did you like, cry yeah I did. not in the room but after I left yeah and- okay, okay can I just say something though I just need to say something what bothers me about those shows is those judges who will be on there do not have good singing voices like I'm sorry I love Jennifer Lopez I stand her I think she's flawless but no one knows her for her singing voice. Like, I'm just putting it out there. So when they don't have people who are like a credible singer, like, yes, when Mariah Carey was on, yes, I'm going to take anything Mariah says. But if you are a pop artist who doesn't really have a voice, like, I am not going to take what you say seriously. Sorry. I feel that. I feel that in like the sense where, like, at the end of the day, it's like a TV show, right? So if you don't have like this huge, like amazing powerhouse voice, or you don't have like a crazy story behind you, like, there's really not much to you like as far as like those shows go um but like it was actually better because when they said no to me and this is like way before I, I had had gotten like TikTok and like way before any of that so that happened and then a, a few years later I had done it again when it was Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan and Katy Perry and I went in again and I was like 22 at this time and I sang a Shawn Mendes song and I thought that I was so close. Like they were like, oh, that's cool. Like that sounds good. And then they had me sing like a second song. And after like the second song, they were like, yeah, this is just not going to work. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh my God. I don't know. Like I'm so glad that like I didn't make it. Because if I did, I feel like the stuff that happened like with TikTok and all that stuff is just such like a better avenue. Like, you know, because it's like real and it's like real fans and like having mm-hmm. to just be on like a TV show and Everything like making something happen. Yeah, yeah. And like at the time I was like obviously like so heartbroken, but everything worked out how it was supposed to. So Yeah, exactly. But if anybody wants listen, maybe those shows are for other people. It 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 just wasn't not for me. But yeah. maybe for other people they're good, but not me. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. I know we've touched a lot of topics, but let's touch some more. Okay. So let's dive into these fan questions. Vic pulled a few. So first one, what's your dream collaboration? And don't say with me. <laughs> okay, that's fine because I wasn't. Um, no. <laughs> it's actually with Vic. Uh, no. <laughs> it could be whoever you want it to be. Um, my dream is this artist that I really like. Her name is Chelsea Cutler. I know her very um, well. Sad tonight. 
that tonight. That's a bop. Uh, she's like one of my favorite artists. And she's actually from my state. She's actually from Connecticut too. And then there's this artist that's called Lauv, who I like a lot. Wait, I love him. His song, We Forget, makes me cry every time I listen yeah, to it. Yeah, song is so good. He's, he's like a big inspiration. Um, yeah, so those are like my two top artists. But then again, like I... I don't know, like I grew up listening to like punk rock, like and a lot of those people. Like I love Good Charlotte and like those people too. So I have such like a wide range. Your Dear Maria Counts Me In was so good. Oh, really? Your like, version <laughs> of it, I was like, yeah. That's such like a classic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, no, it is. Okay, what was the hardest obstacle in your career? Or what do you feel like is the hardest obstacle in your career currently? That's a good question. The fans are coming in hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, these are really good questions. Um, there's, I think there's been a few. I dropped out of school. That was hard. I dropped out of school last year. So I have my like associates, but like they're, they're college, like, not high school, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I have like a high school diploma. <laughs> yeah, no, but I feel like or people just, say they drop I dropped out, out they're talking about high school. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. So like I went to college for like two years and then I was like, you know, like if I'm going to do this, I need to be all in. So that was when I made the decision to leave. And like, I had like a big conversation like with my parents about it and they were, they were like all for it. So that was hard. Another one is, so like I grew up with like a stutter. So, I mean, not so much now, but like when I was younger, that was like a big thing for me to like, have to be able like to talk to people on stage and having to like make friends and, and stuff. So like when I was like in elementary school, like in high school, that was hard. But like, as I got older, I think I've, uh, it's like pretty much gone. I think your stutter is probably why you're so humble. You're right. Somebody actually told me that too, like a long time ago. <laughs> no, That's and I don't mean that, that in like a that. mean really? way. I don't mean that in a mean way. Like, I mean, like there's always that one thing that someone grows up with in their life that makes them like, it's like a source of humbling for them. Yeah. That's so funny that you said that because when I'm, uh, I don't know, like when I'm having like a day where say like something like was going viral, like the WAP, like the without me, I was like, oh, like I'm so, I'm so great. It's like, nope, like you're still that kid who like, has, has like a stutter like <laughs> chill you're you're a fucking loser <laughs> chill <laughs> no but I know what you're saying it's it's uh-huh. it's like just a way to makes me feel grounded in a way no I totally get that that's like usually the guys that are like really nice are the ones who usually were like really fat when they were younger so like is that like my like equivalent to like being fat when I was little to having a stutter yeah, well, I mean, there's multiple different types of humbling. Like, I'm just thinking of yeah. the first two. Like, I'm trying. I don't. I don't remember like what mine was, but I, I know think what mine is. Being a middle child was my humbling. Yeah. Why was that your humbling though? Well, I would say because when I was growing up, my older sister was extremely smart. My younger sister is an incredible athlete and an honor student. I was neither of those. Okay. But now I'm more successful than both of them, and I make more than my older sister. So I'm like. Oh my God. Now, you just bitch. flexed on me hard. Wow. Wow. I could flex. <laughs> no, but I was Wait, doubted. Awesome. I was doubted for so long as only being like, oh, like Katie's just a pretty sister. What's she going to do with her life? And then it's like, oh my God, that's so. Who's laughing now, bitch? I mean, that's awesome. Look it. You have like a full time job and making a ton of money. And, and you have a podcast. Not making like... a ton of money. But... <laughs> Not a ton. <laughs> Not a ton oh. is a stretch. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking awesome. And like, you guys both have like really good personalities where. It's like, I don't so see nice you, of you. I don't see you guys like, no, I'm just kidding. You guys suck. No, no. But like you guys have like the personalities where it's like, I don't see you guys ever really having like to struggle, like in that kind of environment. Like you guys are cool. Thanks. You know? That's nice of you. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Next question. Yeah. 
You kind of touched on this. Do you want to talk about how you deal with failure? Deal with failure? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think it depends on the day. Like some days I'll have where I feel like really, really bad about myself. But then there's other days where like I feel really, really good about myself. And I think that's just like the nature of being an artist. I have days where I feel so good and days where I feel like shit. Um, but I think it's also part of being having your face out on TikTok every day. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's, there's the I, good comments and there's the bad comments. And obviously they're going to affect how your day is. Well, like, see, like, that's the thing. But like, I think with my thing, it's like when I spend my like entire day on something, I'm like, this is fucking, this is fire. This is so great. And like, I, like I upload it and it like just is really not. I don't know, like it like flops or whatever I'm like oh shit you know like I suck but then I have days where it's like oh like that was I think like the bottom line is is not let social media define your self-worth and that's something that I think as like I have I like have gotten bigger and I've like gotten more fans it's something that I've like really had to work on um just because like me like doing music like and playing guitar and that's like who I am it's like my I just have to work on not having to let that I don't know, like validate me because I don't yeah. need that validation. Yeah. I feel like that happens for us, even though like we don't have like a huge following. It's like in your 20s, like you're constantly comparing yourself. And there's this pressure that like in our age, we're supposed to be like achieving something, like doing your what you want. And then like some days you're like, yeah, I'm killing it. And then yeah. some days I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally like failing at life. Like I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah. And well, I feel I like we all hard. put that pressure on. Yeah. And like I think it's hard too when you see other people who are like yeah. your age, like you're saying, like, and like are doing these things. And even me, when like, I see someone else who's someone who's like an artist, who's like also my age. And I'm like, oh, like they're doing that. And I'm like, oh, but then I have to think about, I've had like a lot of those like amazing moments too. Like I've had like a lot of viral mm-hmm. moments. It's like, just because somebody else like is having, someone else like is making a lot of money or like having like a lot of good things happen to like, it doesn't have to take away from what you're going to do and like what you're doing. So everybody is on their own, on their own path. This reminds me of the quote that's like, someone may be in their winning season, but your winning season's coming. You know what I mean? Like everyone has different winning seasons. Mm -hmm. You're right. So you just got to wait for yours to come. Exactly. Um, Okay. Next question. Do you like singing for someone? Do you sing for your girl? No. (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's like, I do that stuff all day long. And it's like, at the point where like, I'm with her, I'm like, I just want to chill. Like, I don't want to sing. Like, I just want to hang out with you because I sing and stuff all day long. So, like, when I'm with her, I just, like, want to hang out. Okay, so I have one last question for you before we end the podcast. Oh, no, it's ending already? You're probably like, yes. Uh, <laughs> no. you. Uh, um, tell me. Power move. What is the Alec Chambers power move? Power move going with your gut going with your instinct and that might sound really really lame but going with your instinct like your first something something that my dad said to me like a long time ago just like really really stuck with me it's like your first instinct is usually right and i and i think a lot of people like i'm making something downstairs and i'm like oh i'm not sure like about this it's like usually like your first instinct is usually right and that can go to like with anything in life like if you have like a good feeling about somebody or something, like usually your first instinct is usually right. And that has led me to a lot of great things. I think even like with the people that like I've met just as far as, as like a business relationship and like a business standpoint to just having like good energy, like with, you know, like with you guys, like your first gut instinct, I think is usually right. And that has always helped me. 
I love that you think we're such good energy. Like I'm so happy to get that impression. This is like really good energy right now. It's like this is like a good vibe for me. Good. We've prepped yeah. you. We've prepped you for Good Morning America. Yeah. So if you ever need someone to prep you again, we come with the hard hitting questions, as you know. So we should like get drinks and stuff. That would be fun. Oh, you want to? Yeah. Hell what? yeah. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> this was fun. This was really fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Okay. So where can everyone follow you? Everyone can follow me on Instagram at, at I'm Alec Chambers. And then if you go on to YouTube like and Spotify and you just type in Alec Chambers, it'll all it'll all be there. Perfect. Go follow him. And if you're not following us already, follow us at the Moral Hangover Podcast. We have Woo! new episodes every Monday. Thanks all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.